the Kitchen Couch Podcast. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if my mind's playing tricks on me or not. But welcome to the Kitchen Couch Podcast with me, Nathan Nice, a.k.a. D-Light Skin Bourdain, a.k.a. The Black Hunter S. Thompson, giving you the three seeds that you need, that's culture, comedy, and cuisine. And let's not forget cannabis, because you know I be smoking. All right, you heard me, Kitchen Couch Podcast. What's good, what's good, what's good? Nathan Nice in the motherfucking building, you already know. Fucking stressed as shit, but we still making it legit, you heard me? And uh, right now I'm interviewing uh, BTG for President, Baylor the Great, okay? So go ahead and check out his podcast, BTG for President, open run with BTG. Um, a good guy, uh, gotta uh, gotta get gotta give him some props, you know what I'm saying? He won a, a podcast award, so we just chopping it up, checking the temperature in Cali, you feel me? I'm just getting into all type of shit, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, this is uh, the third time I've had this brother on, and uh, hopefully, you know, we're going back and forth. So, you know, holla at me, you know what I'm saying? 509-557-0521, thekitchencouch at gmail.com, patreon.com slash thekitchencouch for exclusive content to be a subscriber. You feel me? Uh, we're working on the website, uh, thekitchencouch.com, but I own the domain, so stay tuned for that. We got merch, we got gear, we got all types of shit coming out. It's 2020, so you know what I'm saying? Lay back, you know what I'm saying? Peep the interview, you know what I'm saying? And uh, let me know what you think. I'm saying Nathan Nice, a.k.a. the Light Skin Bourdain, and this is BTG for press. What's up, BTG, man? What's good, bro? It's been a minute, man. Man, I damn near I fell asleep. Man, oh, oh, man, I, I, I interrupted the um, Big Papa's naps, huh? <laughs> I was watching, uh, I was watching something on TV, uh, on Netflix, but I just, guess I was tired. And you got a full day ahead of you, too, huh? Well, I mean, yeah, I gotta go to the, uh, gotta go to the dentist in the in the field. Oh hell! And then that's it. Okay, okay, but the dentist though, I don't know. Do you get anxiety when you go to the dentist? Not really. <laughs> you know, not really. I'm, I like, nah. Depends on what what kind of work is being done. I don't really get nervous. I kind of like deal with the pain if it has to come to that. Hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, for me, man, I <clears throat> I don't mind the dentist, but honestly, it's kind of like I don't know. There's that it, it's that first needle, that first big needle. Sometimes that, that they be trying to like hide it behind their back, and then they just try to low key just. And I'm like, dude, that needle is like an alien size. Yo, what? Come on, <laughs> they couldn't have made nothing smaller. No, we need this. But after that. Better get them gums, uh, better get them gums numb. <laughs> true, true. No, I usually, they usually give me like a Xanax and then I'll smoke weed and then they'll give me gas and the freaking shot. I'll be in there like, <laughs> uh, nah, they just, they just numb me up and then that's it. <laughs> you don't like gas? You don't like the nitrous or whatever? 
nah, just knock me out. Mm. I'm good with that. They knocked me out. They took one of my tooth out because it was broken. And uh, they just knocked me up and then yanked that mug out. I heard it, but I couldn't I couldn't really feel it. Well, I couldn't. I could feel it, but I couldn't. Um, it wasn't painful. Right. You could tell it was some movement or whatever, and then you could hear them yanking it and twisting it. Ugh. Ugh. <sighs> See, for me, man, I don't like it when they... Um... Like, like you can hear the noise when they're when they're doing the um, the drill. You can hear it and you can uh-huh. smell it. Ooh, it, it it freaks me out. I don't mind the pain, but the the hearing it and the smelling. Ooh, I have to have music on going hella loud because I just can't. Ugh. If I can hear it, then I'll start smelling it. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, I don't mind. I don't mind the uh, the sound or the uh, or the smell. Or even, I mean, it depends on, it's, it's certain pains that hurt. I actually hate the, the, when they, um, like, if, if my tooth get, if my teeth get cold while they're cleaning it, that's the, that's the pain. Mm. 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 I want them to keep washing it out. I'm like, I need more water because my lips are getting dry and shit. I'm like, why? Well, yeah. <laughs> they're like, what? <laughs> I hate when they ask you questions when you got your fucking mouth full. Like, don't ask me where I'm from or how I got here. <laughs> don't ask me anything while my mouth's full, please. <laughs> Man, so uh, first off, I got to uh, get the Cali, Cali weather report. How's it looking down there? Uh, it's good right now. It's sunny outside. What about 60s in the 60s? Uh, yeah, somewhere between. It's like a chill. I don't know, high 60s, low 70s. Oh. Yeah, man, in Seattle, we're dying right now. It's it's been like 32. They they're talking about it's about to get 17 degrees Fahrenheit here. It's yeah, yeah. Talking about snowing. Yeah, yeah I can keep that. Mm. Yeah, I'm over it. I, and it's funny thing, cause cause up here they'll every every other year, every year they'll be like, it's gonna snow, it's gonna snow, and then it like snows a little bit, and then it just goes phew, and then it snows hella heavy, like like maybe like four inches, which isn't that bad, but then it'll be like, then everybody's freaking out and stuff. But it's the weather, man. I'm like, if it's gonna be this cold, just snow then. Like it's just. It's just cold enough to snow, but it ain't snowing. This is kind of like, it's worse. Like, yeah. And then when you do get some snow, it's like you still got to go to work. It's not enough. But it's like everybody's driving dumb. It's not fair. (laughs) Yeah. Once that weather change, people start driving crazy. Mm. So, man, um, I... I was looking and I saw that you like had been nominated for a podcast award. Not nominated, I won. You won. Okay. Shit, my nigga. So, <laughs> so tell me about that because I saw I saw that and I was like, how, how did that go about? How did you? That was that was I keep calling her Empress Nick, but I think she went back to uh, Miss Nicole Banks, Apod Connect, and. She had a podcast event in Charlotte last year in October, if I'm not mistaken, October 4th through the 6th, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere around there. 
that first weekend of October, I wasn't able to make it. Um, but you know, there were some other, some other categories and I, um, I won solo podcaster of the year. I thought I would have a chance to get, uh, creator. I think it, there was like a creative podcaster or, you know, something like that mm-hmm. content creator podcaster of the year or something like that. Um, but yeah, I got it. I got Damn. It. So, so the net, the network, the rare scientist network got a, got a champion up there mm. at least for 2019. Mm. Mm. So they got, they got a super a little super bowl ring. <laughs> yeah, we got we got something we got something to put on the wall over there at the Rare Science Network. So what did you get? Did, did you get like a plaque? No, no, I don't think it was. I don't think she did hardware. I mean, I think I want to say I'm not sure if it's the second, first, or the second event. I got to go back. I mean, if uh, you know. You know, the listeners can go back to one uh, to the episode that me and her actually did, and it was actually about the event, and she broke it all the way down. So, um, like I said, that was back in October. Um, so, I mean, I think as you know, as we progress in the podcast game, I'm pretty sure to get to a point where cats start getting awards and things like that. You know, hardware and shit like that. I thought that was a really cool idea for podcasting because, you know, it just goes to show that, like, <clears throat> this is, like, the next wave of... I mean, it's been the wave for the last 10 years, if you've really been fucking with it, but, like... Well, this is the... This is this wave is the wave of the celebrities getting into the game. Mm, mm. So, the more and more, like... And, and it's a hell... It's a, it's a positive and... I mean, it's a pro and a con to it because the with the celebrities having their own uh, podcast, um, you know, t- the TIs, the Joe Buttons, and then like every, see like everybody, NBA players, NFL players, have their own podcast now. The good thing is it brings awareness um, on a national level to the whole podcast game. So now more and more people that don't know what that little podcast icon is mm. we'll start clicking on it you know what i don't know which app people use people use various different apps for podcasting but now they'll go and um and start checking out uh, more podcasts the the con to it is that it w- is watering down yeah true podcasters you know yeah so people that like the average i, I actually listen to more amateur podcasting than professional podcasting you know mm. uh because it's just more authentic it's more real and plus if i wanted to sit up there and listen to uh a podcast with celebrities i mean they got the breakfast club for that right you know, they got they have you know b dot and, and elliot wilson you know for that you know i can always go to the the cream of the crop the brilliant idiots the cream of the crop for you know celebrity gossip and shit like that. Right. Well, <clears throat> what would you consider Bodega Boys? I mean, now they're A list or B list or whatever. But it's it's the same thing. I mean, it's just it's just some cast that started at the bottom where we're at. And when I and when I say the bottom, I don't want anybody to take offense to that because right. at the bottom, that's where all the good shit is at anyway. Right. You know? Right. Um. 
But, you know, they, they basically, I think a lot of podcasters want to get to that point where they get sponsors and some people like the fame part or, you know, being acknowledged and, and shit like that. But, mm. you know, they got to a certain area. Um, yeah, they just got to a certain area where certain podcasters want to be. No, no, and that that's true. And I mean, like, what are some good uh, uh, underground podcasts that people should listen to? Obviously, BTG for Prez, the way you break down things, and it's just like, it's it. it you, when you talk, sometimes it's like unexpected what you're gonna say, even though you have a rhythm that like it seems like you know what you're gonna say. You just might like be like da 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 skirt da 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 skirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like when you listen to certain artists, you know. Right. Uh, you know, you listen to certain artists, and then they might be featured on the track. They might give you that same that same type of flow, and then switch it up because of the track or something like that. So, um, I don't know to get to your get back to the original question. There's a lot of podcasts that I listen to. Uh, forget that, yo. Okay. That's a that, that's one of my. One of my top podcasts, uh, priority podcasts I listen to, Forget That, Yo. And when I name these, these are not just priority, but these are podcasts I've been either listening to for a while or that's just, you know, it's just extremely dope to me. But uh, Forget That, Yo podcast, um, Views from the 7th, they're from Vegas, OLF podcast, um, We Got the Draws. Uh, I mean, there's a lot. Of, I mean, uh, the the no nonsense show, mm. uh, the shiznit show. Man, there's all kind of shows I listen. I, I listen to a lot of different podcasts. D Murph down there in Houston, flagrant, uh, flagrant two, uh, why not sports? You know, it's, I mean, I can go on and on. Mm. Mm. Man, yeah, that's a lot. <clears throat> that's a lot, man. Because I honestly, uh, I'm trying to get back into more of the the underground podcasting um and listening to it because you're totally right when you when you say that because i man i started out kind of listening to everything and just seeing like i started out with you know true crime and then i randomly found the no nonsense like five or six years ago and it was just because i was like are there any black podcasts out there and then like it would be cool if it was like comedy I think that's why I typed in black and comedy and they were like pretty, pretty up there and other. And then what was the, the, the black guy who tips, uh, the black guy who tips, you got, um, you got the in deep show, you got the black astronauts. And that's why I actually like, like the grandfathers of it all to me, you know, cause everybody, you know, a lot of people have been listening to podcasting longer than me. I started listening to podcasting back in like 2014. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so, but podcasting had been way popular, or at least more underground popular uh, prior to that. And when I, the first one I started listening to was a fantasy football podcast because I was trying to get some, you know, some helpful tips and shit like that. And then from there, you go through, it's like going on YouTube, it's like going through a rabbit hole. And so my, my brain was like, yo, look for a black podcast, you know, and then mm. black astronauts pop up, the black guy who tips. Mm. And then from there, they give you go down that rabbit hole and then this shit like they recommend this and they recommend that. But truth be told, the way you find all these great underground podcasts is by listening to these shows and then hearing their guest or hearing them reference another podcast. And then after that, it's like, now you become, I mean, after, if you 
if you just if you're just a listener, then you can just continue doing that. But if you connect with these people on Twitter or Instagram or be invited on their show or you invite them on your show if you have one, then that's how you build your podcast community. Mm, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I've had uh, I had Creative Bully on here from the Forget That Yo, and that was interesting. Yeah, my guy, and yeah, that's my guy right there. That was interesting. And then, to have and then him. from there, he he came to L.A. one one time, and we went to Roscoe's, kicked it, chill. See, that's then that's what it is about too. Like that's kind of one of the reasons I started it because I was like, you know, I got a lot of shit to say. And then also, I'm like, man, once I once I was like, okay, people don't just want to hear me. They want to hear the people I know, the people I fuck with and shit. So, you know, it, you gain connect, you gain connects through it. And it's just, it's dope. I, th- I think it for that reason is super dope. I ain't nothing nice. I ain't nothing nice. I keep my desk with ego on me. Ain't nothing nice. It ain't nothing nice. It ain't nothing nice. And you know, I mean, I listen to a lot of some popular ones. Um, obviously, I listen to The Breakfast Club, I listen to Bill Burr. The read, I, I'm kind of off and on on it, <clears throat> but you know I do love Kid Fury. I think he's really talented. Uh, obviously, Bodega Boys, but I usually save up a couple of those episodes and wait till I'm like traveling, and then I'll like play that. Um, I listen to your show, uh, BTG for Prez. Um, I listen to um, the No Nonsense Show. Um, I gotta get that premium again. I gotta. That's totally worth it to get all those shows. It's totally worth it to to pay the premium. But you know, I just <laughs> I had, uh, my card got stolen, <laughs> so just didn't uh, haven't got a chance to get around to that. Um, but yeah, I, the black guy who tips is an interesting um, concept. I thought you know when I first heard it, I I didn't know exactly because they're so like sarcastic, but like. It doesn't seem like Southern people are that sarcastic as they are. You know what I mean? Like, uh, as uh, the the comedy... Oh, are you there? Oh, there you go. Okay. okay. I was... That, was probably, that was probably actually my fault. Because <laughs> I had closed it out, my bad. Uh, uh, I was talking about the black guy who tips and how... Uh, yeah, but you know what? No, I, I heard that part, but... You had me, you had my wheels turning. I technically, I follow Rod and Karen. I've been listening to them for a while. I've interacted with them. I don't, technically, I don't even know where they're from. I'm pretty sure they're from like, either it's like Kakalakas or Tennessee or something like that. I'm I'm almost certain. I don't know why I feel like I want to say like North Carolina or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say, I, I, I'm almost certain it's Kakalakas, but then if it's not, I'm pretty sure it might be like Memphis or something. Like okay. Because they, they don't, they don't like. Because my family is from Memphis, and <clears throat> they don't sound, they don't really sound southern. Like Rod, don't really sound southern to me. Mm. But you know, everybody, J. Cole doesn't sound southern, southern either. And you know, well, that so North Carolina. Would you? Oh, I guess he is from. I was gonna say, would you consider Maryland the South? Oh, yeah, that's. I don't know, man. I mean, you got to ask them because the way the way West Coast cats uh, break down everybody, um, 
we never, I mean, I, I would say it was probably most of us, not all of us. Some people had some goddamn uh, common, you know, some people had the proper education. But we used to break down uh, the states and the and the regions uh, like we do the Western and the Eastern Conference in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So if you, so Chicago was technically just part of the East, but te- but. Well, I wouldn't say technically a part of the East, but we would call it a part of the East. But technically, it's Midwest. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then places like St. Louis, because of the Southern twang they had, uh, we would consider them South Southern. So you know. And then when you shout out to my boy LJ, um, the Pilot Podcast, they are in Louisville. And they will, he will admit, he was like, bro, I don't know what you would consider us. I mean, we, we Eastern time, but we're in the Midwest, so they just don't know. <laughs> I, I would, I'm not, I'm going to go on a limb here and say that Kentucky is, yeah, it would have to be between the Midwest and the South because the laws are trash <laughs> and Mitch McConnell, that's Mitch McConnell state, bro. So it's kind of like, I heard, I heard Kentucky can be real popping too, but like, it's also like, is it worth it to like have a crumb of weed on me and get hell like time? <laughs> oh no. Well, I mean, you know, that's you can say that you can say that for any state that hasn't passed a law yet. Um, well, there's a, there's there's four states that um <clears throat> I don't know the other two, but I know Kansas is one and Kentucky is the other state that haven't not no medical, no CBD, nothing, nothing's legal as of yet. I mean, I guess eventually they'll come around, you know. Probably Missouri. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, Chicago just like what was it? What was it last week or a week before? Like for the past week or two, Chicago just passed a law. Oh, thank God! Thank God! They and... got they get they still have they still have certain restrictions because I got to check L.A. I'm pretty L.A. is is more lenient than than everybody uh, else that that follows suit. But uh, but at least they got it. You know what I'm saying? As long as you inside your house, you good. That's true. That's true. Um, that's definitely true. So did you did you happen to catch the Golden Globes and see any of that nah, stuff? Me neither, it's man. Not, it's not really my thing. Like when it, <laughs> I I was never really into award shows outside of um, you know, like the music award shows because of the performances. But I'm not gonna lie to you. Like it's like hit or miss. The past, I would say, like the past decade, it's like either I'll catch. Thank God for Twitter. You can just go on Twitter and catch the clips and stuff like that. But I think my my uh, my interest level for any type of award show is just it's just not there. Yeah, I guess Twitter was going crazy about him saying a bunch of shit and. And my boy watched a little bit of it, and it was sucked because it was right after the Seahawk 49er game. And so, you know, we lost by the inch, and it was like, okay, blah, blah, blah. And then Ricky Gervais on, I literally saw his face and just, like, cut it off. I was like, click. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't want to watch an award show. They're just, it just seems like a bunch of people patting themselves on the back. Like, it's just, it's not... You know, sometimes. I mean, at this point, you could just you could just put it online and say who. I mean, it's, I guess it's still good. You know, people watch the Emmys and the and the Grammys and stuff like that, and and people really be invested in stuff like that, especially when it comes to certain nominations. So 
I guess it's just me being biased. If certain people don't get nominated that I really like, I don't really care for it. But even then, if they did get nominated, it's still nothing for me to watch. It's just, you know, let me know if they want or not, and then, you know, that's it. Right. Watching an hour or two-hour award show, I don't really care. Right. (laughs) Right. And it's, it's like, how often do the underdogs win? Like, the the grittiest person on stage wins. It, it's hardly ever. Once in a while, and not you're right, not in this last decade, other than the, the Moonlight La La Land situation. I think, I don't know if that was... Remember when Kendrick lost to Macklemore? Oh, my God, bro. Oh, my God, I do remember that. So, and that's not even, like, how you said about the whole underdog thing. That wasn't even an underdog thing. That was just pure robbery. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And as as a representative of Seattle, I I don't allow that. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I mean, I mean, shout out. But I do feel like, I, I do feel like they don't really grasp towards the the underdog story too well they're either is either going to be predictable or they're going to do like a surprise for ratings or mm, clout you know what i mean and yeah. i think that's that the exact the perfect example is kendrick losing to macklemore out of all people that's not even a, like i said that's not an underdog story that's just yeah we're about to shock the world and it's it's funny too because i believe he had good kid mad city if i'm not mistaken which is if you look, and then now that's what about five years ago. So now you look at it, it's like one of the best albums in like the last 10, 20 years. That's, even. His, that's his best album. To yeah, me. it's I one. Mean, of, I yeah. think a lot of people will agree that Good Kid, Mad City is Kendrick's best piece of work, and you know everything else is, you know, I don't know. But, you know, that's well, that's what it is. The, the, the thing about it, the thing about that is, too, so it's like Macklemore. I don't remember the name of his CD, but I remember the name of his single, that damn thrift shop song. That's what beat, apparently, apparently, that's what they say beat the whole album. I'm like, dude, one song, the thrift shop song, it's like, and if I hear that song now to this day, I'm like, please turn that off. <laughs> Not even that, though. Where is he at? I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, he he he's an interesting person, you know. He's he's make he makes like silent moves, I guess. I'm not gonna hate on the brother. He he do be if making he's ma- if he's making silent moves. No one no one has really heard. I haven't heard from him. No, not solid moves. Silent moves. He no, like, that's what I'm saying. Uh, silent moves. He's making they they're so silent that we, <laughs> we yeah. still don't know what they are. Yeah, yeah, and I mean he does like. I don't know. I don't know what he does. I although the last time I checked, he's like kind of. He kind of is like doing like boutiquing a little bit. He's kind of yo whatever. He if he even if he's doing major work behind the scenes, that's that's fine and dandy. But that has nothing to do with what we thought you were going to continue to do right. since you won an award. Right. You know that has nothing to do with you know the award you had won. So. I mean, I wonder. I wonder if he's like looking at the trophy and just like Kendrick Lamar should have definitely won this. <laughs> like looking back, like I think, yeah. I think he knew that. I think he knew that the moment he found out he was going to win. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So I'm just. I'm kind of like, yeah. These award shows are kind of trash. Um, it's yeah. It does get some clips. You can get some clips in it. But yeah, I just remember like the Vibe Awards and stuff like that. Like. 
man, yeah. we got to go back to those days. If we want, like, people pulling up on each other and it's like, oh, what's good? Okay. You was talking all that in the studio, you know? Like... <laughs> Well, I think I think another thing is um, we didn't have access to artists like that back in the day. There was a certain mystique to artists because we didn't have a lot of uh, platforms to keep to keep up with them. You know, so the only time that we would actually see them is on music videos and awards. But now, you know, everything is documented every day. Like you could you could follow any artist that you want to and if they're the type of artists that document a lot of their stuff then all you have to do is just go to their platform and you can see what they do on a daily or weekly basis so right. there's no mystique to it you know so by the time we see them on an award show it's like you either gonna win it or not you mm. know that's true that's true uh any um so like uh have you been watching nfl like what you got some picks for me right quick or like any uh I know you're a big sports guy, so um Yeah, this week I got um this week I got Seattle beating Green Bay. I got the upset with the Vikings beating uh Frisco. Ooh, in uh, San Fran. Wow. I got I got B more I got Baltimore moving on. They're gonna throttle them, I think. Who are they but playing? They're playing the Titans. But oh. it might it might end up it's the playoffs, so you can never tell. And then um and then uh, the second game, oh yeah, in Kansas City and um, the Texans. I got I got the Texans pulling it out. Ooh, ooh. So so and and you know it's funny because uh, Mark Mariota's out, right? Is he is he out? Is he injured? Cause te- well, he wasn't. He he's not the primary quarterback anymore. So it don't, it would it really it really wouldn't matter. So he's a he's benched. Like he's healthy. He been, I, I'm not sure what happened to Mariota over there with the Titans. I just don't know. But I just know um, um, Tannehill has been doing a phenomenal job. Right. He's been doing a phenomenal job. So. And it goes you know, to show. Say. It goes to show how bad the Dolphins actually were. You know, with coaching and front office, it's just like, dude, you had like a really good quarterback, but you pretty much squandered him for the last like whatever it's four years but you know but, but you know what the weird thing is majority of it is coaching and personnel but the quarterback they've had is not considered elite but they've played like decent i mean they got fitzpatrick over there the the ultimate uh backup and he beat the patriots in a meaningful game um, oh that's so, true that's true I, yeah shout out to fitzpatrick for that for sure and so wait you're thinking cousins cousins over um jimmy g and i think i think cousins is the better quarterback honestly not to not yeah, to yeah he's by far the better quarterback it's just that uh jimmy g plays for plays with a better defense yeah yeah, and that's I, about it. That's about it. The offensive coaching scheme is pretty good too. Kyle Shanahan is 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 a master of, of intricacy, and so it's just like the RPO situation. Jimmy G can just like options. Oh, I'll just toss it to you, or I'll just throw it to you. <clears throat> and he never really throws anything over twenty yards. He's like yeah, super low for twenty yard passes, but. I think it's interesting how they run their offense, but yeah. So, and then you're saying uh, Wilson over Rogers. Um, it, it's funny. So they they said stats right, and I love Rogers. Don't get me wrong, but obviously I'm Art Russell Wilson, and um, I guess 
they were talking about stats. I think uh, Rodgers is going into the half. He's 65 in seven and one or something like that. And Russell uh-huh. Wilson's like 68 and two or something like that. It like Russell Wilson had the far better stats and it was just crazy. I don't know the exact, but it would just go into the half with a lead. Their their uh, percentage of winning is just crazy. Their record is just some of the best in the NFL. You know, I just I think right. it's going to be an interesting game to watch for sure, and it's going to be a classic after the fell Mary. And if you ask Seattle fans, we uh, <clears throat> we always say that the ref doesn't like us because, and it 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 goes back to the Steelers. It goes back. And you see Russell Wilson get taking hits on the head. And I wanted to uh, ask you about this, too. Um, do you think that there is something in the NFL where they kind of let black quarterbacks get hit more than white quarterbacks? Oh. I don't know. I don't. You know what? I mean, it might be some type of truth to that. Um, it might be. That might be the case because we already know if they breathe, on Tom Brady the wrong way. Um, they, you know, but that's, you know, I think, yeah, look, it's always a, a slight little racial undertone there. Um, and that might be the case. That might be the case, but they won't be able to, they won't be able to allow that to go on because you can't deny entertainment. And the entertainment is what, is what grabs the money. So the main purpose of them changing and, and, and being more strict on the hits and things like that is because when you lose, when they lost Brady that year, that full year, uh, and Matt Castle took over, uh, that's money. You know, mm. I mean, I'm pretty sure the core fans are going to come out and still watch the Patriots, but that's not good for TV, mm. you know? Mm. So when, when Aaron Rodgers go down and, you know, and when he breaks his collarbone. Um, all kind of, all kind of hits. You know, it doesn't matter who it is. If if they're prime time uh, action, Romo or anybody, they get hit, uh, late hit or something like that. They get hit at the legs. They gon' they gon' they all have something to say. So yeah, I mean Lamar running around, um, and Deshaun Jackson is just that's money in the bank right there. People are gonna tune in and just watch him in general. Right. Right. So, yeah, it might be a situation where they allow the black quarterbacks to get hit a lot. That's not going to last too long because these black quarterbacks are bringing in a lot of ratings. And they said, what well, right now the the top five quarterbacks are black right now. It's like yep, Wilson, uh, Deshaun Watson, um, Lamar Jackson, Mahomes, and um, who's the fifth one? I, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm mistaking it. Um, well, you said you said you said Wilson, Wilson, you said Wilson Lamar, uh, Deshaun, Lamar, Mahomes. Uh, you can throw what you call it there from the Colts. He's still solid. Oh no, it's um, Dak Prescott was the fifth. Dak, yeah, I mean, but what you call it uh, from the Colts is good. You know, I mean, we all remember what happened with An- uh, Andrew Luck. Ooh, he true, on him. true, true. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But they really, I mean, they miss a beat. Because they expected them to play better with Andrew Luck, but you know they didn't. They weren't that bad, you know. 
Yeah, so when I say that thing about the black quarterbacks, um, um, be in tune for the, the Lamar Jackson. And, I mean, this guy can truck somebody. At, like, he could truck somebody. He could stiff arm. He could juke your ass. He could change directions on you quick. Um, but look for, look, and I hate to say this, but look for a late hit flag not to be called. I'm calling that. Uh, I'd say the same for uh, Wilson because their defensive line is not that good. Um, but our offensive line is trizash and it's been for years. So it's like, that's the thing. How do we keep winning with a trash line? I mean, I mean, shout out to Joey Hunt. He really stepped up for uh, for the center. Uh, so I'm just I'm looking forward to these games. I think this might be the last year I'm really going to be trying to tune into the NFL, just because it, it, I've noticed it's it's turned into like a a rom com, or not a rom like yeah like a rom com you know like it's it's predictable like or a um a days of our lives a soap opera you know uh, okay, they, okay. they the reason why they call so many flags um so the games slow down for the exact 3 to 4 hours or whatever time designation and there was a game like last week i can't remember what it was but there was like one flag thrown the whole game the game was over super quickly and they had to like Throw it, you know, when they're like, all right, well, we're now brought to you to this program already in session. You know what I mean? They're like, this is losing money. We need it to go down to the wire every time. And it's like, you know, there's something about that now. So it's like, who's going to win? The last jump shot, the last, you know what I mean? So they're just trying to get viewership, I think, out of it a little bit. And hopefully, obviously, I'm going for Seattle. Um, So, man, anything popping with you? What's popping with you? Well, man, we got the uh, which I should I be I should uh, expect you and and a few other people to be taking a flight down to Vegas in April for probably the biggest live show of 2020, which is Smoke Free Weekend, hosted by Paco and Penrose, Penrose and Paco, whichever way you want to say it. Mm. Uh, April 16th through the 20th, uh, we got a live show. We got a toga party. We gonna gonna hop in the pool out there there's gonna be you know other parties on the side a 420 party um yeah it's gonna be you know views from the seven chris from shenanigans i'm hosting it j omega is performing um olf will be there olf out of left field podcast from philly so yeah we got a uh we got a nice lineup we're gonna have danny the photographer he catches i call him the moment snatcher because he will, uh, the boy is magical with that with that goddamn camera. Mm. Uh, of course, Jackie, she's the numbers behind everything. Uh, great personality as well. And um, yeah, damn, that's everybody sounds... coming down. Not only that, you'll have other podcasters from the podcast community coming out to support and have fun. And at the end of the day, that's why I tell everybody that's looking, that's asking about uh, the actual live show, what to expect from the live show. Well, it's just going to be pure entertainment. Trying to break it down into detail. Listen to each and every show that I just talked talked about. Go listen to their shows, and you can get a glimpse of how the live show will be. You know what I mean? Uh, but other than that, let's just say you spent the $45 to come out there for the live show, and you didn't like it. Baby, it's Vegas. You can come out and just enjoy Vegas That's at the true. end of the day. This is true. This is true. Um, my my advice is uh, 
uh, go to Fremont if you're really looking for that action. Fremont's where it's at. <laughs> um, I fuck with it. Um, man, so yeah, just for me, man, I guess I that does sound hella lit, especially for 420. They just legalized weed, bro. And I got people in Vegas, so it's nothing to go down there either <laughs> and just go kick it. And, and, and just... bring about bring bring four to five people with you, man. Like what I this is what I'm saying. It's going to be documented people. It's going to be documenting the whole event. This is going to be one of those events that, like, five ten years down the line, you're gonna be like, yo, I was at, I was there. Mm. I was there. Mm. You know what I mean? This is not it's not your typical live show where you show up and because this is not going to be. This might be a one of one or. This might be annual. Ooh. Either either way is going to be historic. So, you know, if it's a one of one, you don't want to miss that. Yeah. You don't want to miss that. Yeah. You want to be a part of that. And right. on top of that, you can come and support your business. This is going to be the one live show where other people can come and express their talents. Now, I'm not saying that they'll be you'll be a part of the show. Right. But you'll be able to come and network. Right. You know, if you want to bring your merch, bring your merch. You know what I'm saying? If you got anything else for sale, bring it. Right. Right. Shit. Well, shit, man. I mean, it's always good tapping in with you, brother. Um, how's the podcast coming? Um, you know, anything, anybody else you want to shout out? Uh, well, you know, BTG for president, open run with BTG. Um, I haven't had any guests on in a while. I've been on my little, my little solo, my little solo episodes by myself, my little rants. But I'll be back in the saddle with some guests soon. Uh, anybody that's that's uh, that has some entertaining uh, content is 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 free. Um, well, is invited. Um, and yeah, no, I mean you know the Rare Science Network, one of the best networks out there. Mm. You know, everybody know about the non, no, no nonsense show, uh, music, love, life, black on both sides. Uh, and then, of course, you got BTG for president, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I'm going to talk to be honest about that. I think I think eventually we're going to have a live show where everybody can come together uh, for the network. Yeah, man. As soon as I get off these papers, bro, I'm fucking I'm definitely headed to Atlanta. I got a fucking lamp in Atlanta. I haven't been in a while, so I gotta I gotta go back. <laughs> you feel <Yeah>. me? <laughs> well, shit, man. It's always a pleasure to tap in with you, bro. You're always you're always good in the hood with me, bro. Up in the Northwest, so you already know what it is. Kitchen Couch Podcast. Shout out to you, BTG. No doubt, man. We're gonna do this again. Off top.